what could we what could we do that would last longer than this podcast that would show Justin our love? The last longer than the podcast? It will be the first. Yes, it has to be eternal. Ooh, uh, let's set something on fire. That's destroying something. That's making it less. Well, unless it's like an effigy. It let's destroy Justin's mortality. Congratulations, Justin! You're invincible. You're immortal. You're on immortal. behalf of tapes, tapes, tapes. Welcome to immortality. Welcome to immortality. Tapes, tapes, tapes. Welcome to immortality. Tapes, tapes, tapes. Yeah, you didn't know this, but our podcast has the ability to make people immortal, and we could only do it once a year, and we can't do it to ourselves. So, thanks, Justin. Yeah, thank you, uh, Justin. All you other listeners out there that we don't know about, you should make yourself known. Yeah. Come on, flow. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tapes, 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 a podcast about old movies from our childhood. Thank you. Our child... Our childhood... Cotton, Our cotton swabs. Who is that other person? Well, my name's uh, Evan. Uh, Get out of here! It was uh, the little bird. Oh, goodbye, little bird. Well, my name's Evan William Crockett, and this is my trusty co-also host, Josh. There was. I thought maybe standing would make it helpful for you. I am standing. I'm standing uh, at a standing station. So I can't tap on the desk. So no more terrible audio for Evan. Oh, also IP. means I can't have nothing to play with. Like I'm putting my hands on my hips, and that's just just feels weird. Wow, I feel terrible for you. Anyway, this is a podcast about old movies from our childhood. Josh and I are best friends. We've been best friends for over half our lives now, and that's kind of weird when you think about like mortality. Don't and everything. sound exhausted. I just I don't know. It's just weird to fathom. But we pick one movie every week from one of our childhoods, sometimes both. We watch it, and we give it a review. At the end of the episode, it culminates in a rating of either Be Kind and Rewind or Eject and Reject, denoting whether it's worth your time or whether it's simply a wreck. <laughs> yep. All right, dead air here. What are you eating there? <laughs> I, got no, I never have anything right after that. <laughs> I know, but I'm just you're just munching super loudly. You've traded in table sounds for mouth sounds. Well, I gotta stand with my plate now. Eating salmon. Just a salmon. Serious supper. Ooh, salmon. How'd you would, would you would you, you would, bake that? You steam it? What'd you do? I baked it. It's got garlic and uh, like pepper on it, and mm. that's it. No dill, no salt, no salt. Oh my god, yeah. we do need Sometimes to start like a Patreon. A <laughs> this is sad. <laughs> Help Josh get his salt intake. Help Josh get some salt on his salmon. Well, Josh, what did we watch this week on tapes, tapes, tapes? We watched Encino Man. We watched. Encino Man. A Wait, sorry, let me do that again. We watched Encino Man! <laughs> wow! My head! Yay! It's a 1992 American comedy film directed by Les Mayfield, starring Brendan Fraser, hashtag Cornish alum, 
Sean oh. Sean Aston and Polly Shore. <laughs> the oh, one and only the, I did the yeah, weasel thing. The weasel. Weasel. <laughs> the weasel. Um, yeah, so this one was a, it was a Josh pick this this week. Um, I I have never seen this movie before. I've I've heard of it, um, but I, I was not familiar with this movie at all. Um, Josh, to help our audience, I'm just commanding you around this episode. This is going to be yeah, one of those no, episodes no, where I'm just commanding you around. Well, obviously, if you don't give me a command, I just give you nothing but dead air, and I just <laughs> eat salmon. So, Aw, that's okay. I'm on the leash. Um, to help our audience get a little bit more acquainted with the film, do you want to hit him with a synopsis? Uh, yes, I will need to get there. In just a moment. Uh, oh God, let me know. If I'm you passing. Need help getting there. I'm passing goofs on the way. Should I give him a goof? Yeah, give him a goof. It's been a while since we've gotten okay. a goof. <laughs> Here's a goof. Oh, uh, well, first off, the quotes. They only have one quote from this movie, and it's Stony, Brendan Fraser's character, Dave and Link, and the quote is Stony, your parents, Dave, my parents, Link. Ah, that's it. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, maybe this will be better. The oh goops. <laughs> uh, during the first scene, lots of things fall down during the earthquake. But a full 10 seconds after the shaking stops, the icy falls. In addition, there is a basketball seen later on the shelf above his bed, which, being round, should have easily fallen down, but is not seen. Are you kidding me? That's what they're, that's the that's what they're gonna count as goofs. That's the goof that the oh the basketball didn't fall down in the earthquake. Scene. They're counting the comedic timing of the icy falling down oh as a goof. Well, oh they, no, it sounds God. like the comedic thing is that the basketball didn't fall. I don't even know why they mentioned the icy. They should they be. Just said, that a basketball should... didn't fall in an earthquake. Weird. That person needs to be removed from the internet. Um, all right, Josh, hit him with a synopsis. <laughs> okay, synopsis. Here we go. This is from Mystic 80, which I think I think we've had some before. Maybe. It sounds kind of familiar. Ooh. Thank you, Mystic never mind. 80. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Michael Silva. I like his better. Sorry, Mystic 80. Okay. All Michael right. Silva. Stoney and Dave find a caveman, Link, trapped in ice. Thaw him out and show him around town. Although Link is slow to catch up on to basic concepts of the 20th century life, he has no trouble impressing all the girls and helping Stoney and Dave find the coolness they've been searching for. I could barely get through that. <laughs> well, I really leaned into it for that one. <laughs> I mean, that was a that was actually a pretty good synopsis. Like, I don't I, I don't I know good about that. I don't know what I would add to that other than you know just just to be clear, this is like a um, th- this is like person removed from another world, a la um, what, what's what's that? Hocus Pocus. Uh, yeah. Where it's like Brendan Fraser is is playing an Iceman or a um, you know, somebody from the Stone Age who Sean Astin's character finds in his backyard because Sean Astin is for whatever reason digging himself a pool. Um, and then he, he finds this ice cube with Brendan Fraser inside of it. And then they thought, and also Polly Shore is there and yeah. And Polly Shore is there and he's wearing really weird clothes. Um, Oh my God, we're going to get into the style of this movie. (laughs) I'm, I'm excited already to hear about 
how some of the style may have influenced influenced you. Um, can you tell the folks a little bit about because this was your pick this week? Um, well, for, well, before I get there, I'm just now realizing Brendan Fraser does a ton of movies of like fish out of water situations. Yes, like he does this. He does Tarzan. He does Blast from the Past. Like, they're all just, like, Brendan Fraser realizing what's going on. Yeah, it was uh, George of the Jungle, not Tarzan. But but oh. basically, it's Tarzan. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, what was the question? Uh, wh- why? Come on. Why did you, you watch this when you were a kid? <laughs> why? <laughs> why did you watch this? Why did your parents let you watch this? <laughs> uh, well, you know, that's a good question. I think my... I think it's two things. One is so this is this was coming from my dad. Mm. Weirdly enough, not surprising think, at all. You say really? you say weirdly enough, and I say that was my first guess. Well, you're honestly you you probably know the my family movie situation better than I do by this point. But this was I think this shall was a I mansplain like, your family movie situation? <laughs> yeah, I would love that. Mansplain me, mansplain me, mansplain my movies. <laughs> I love that new bed idea. Man, explain my movies to me, Man, explain my movies. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it needs the baby. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I, I, st- I, you know, both my parents kind of compounded their desire for me to watch this one because I think my dad just thought Polly Shore was funny and Brendan Fraser and the whole concept of the movie. Uh, and my mom, it's essentially her celebrity crush, Brendan Fraser. Oh, really? Like, Br- yeah, if there, well, there's a couple of them, but Brendan Fraser's kind of the long standing one. We watched The Mummy a lot. Yes, and, yeah, yeah. He was a hottie uh, McTotty in the 90s. Oh, my God. Well, yeah, he was the heartthrob. And Did you ever watch yeah, that movie was, Bedazzled? Was, oh, my God. It's so good. That's such a good movie. We can bring that one in. Hey. But so this movie. I think it was that, my mom having a crush, my dad thinking it was funny, and also I think it, a little bit, because it takes place in LA in like the 90s, and I think that yeah. it's because it kind of takes place in the valley, That's and that's where my parents like lived for a while, it was a little bit of like nostalgia for them, of like, oh, it's about the 90s, but it's still like kids in the valley just trying to have fun, and weird shit happens, so... We watched this movie a ton. Wow. I, I rewatched this movie a lot. I don't know if we had the VHS, but I remember it. I remember having access to this movie and choosing to put it on a lot. May, I, may, I wonder if it was a situation where like they recorded it off of TV. Yeah, we did that. We did that for a lot of movies. The most yeah. famous one that we had that I watched the most of was the VHS recording of Sand Pebbles slash Return of the Jedi. Which is a Steve McQueen movie that I was forced to fast forward through in order to get to Return of the Jedi. <laughs> I know the intro of that movie really well and nothing else because I just fast forward through the whole thing. Man, that is that is such God, that's so funny that like those are such old problems now. Like people have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> like if you yeah, if imagine you were... being six years old and having to fast forward through a Steve McQueen movie. Ugh. <laughs> God, that's amazing. Um. Yeah. This, what was your, so you you had heard of this? I I had heard of it. I had heard that it was kind of a joke. Um, in Encino Man, I think I almost like. I I think there was a part of me that was kind of confused. I, I thought it was like with Al Pacino, and I don't know if that's just like what? Encino Pacino. I I don't know what 
I don't know what that was based on, but oh, I, we're gonna watch an Encino Pacino. Yeah, <laughs> I had, I would have made had, that mistake. I had no idea that it was like a comedy thing. That it was like a a coming of age kind of teen movie, like geeky teenagers um, coming of age. So, I, yeah, I, I so really you didn't had know this movie. I yeah, I really had no idea of of this movie, and after after seeing it, and we'll obviously we'll get into it after the break. Um, I can see why like this was not my parents' jam. Um, they they were uh, yeah. I could see them going well. Hell no. Yeah this this was just not their jam. I mean this movie was um, this movie talking about Polly Shore. Um, I guess that that's kind of like the most interesting thing that that this movie features is the film, the cinema debut of Polly Shore, because prior to this, yeah. he was just an MTV DJ. Um, he was the star of this. He was the the headline. Yeah. And the, and you kind of see it like in a lot of the production elements of it, like even way at the very end when it says the end and then underneath it says, buddy. Like this all centered around Polly Shore. Yeah, yeah, this this was just a vehicle for for Polly Shore and and Sean Astin and Brendan Fraser were just kind of there. Um, this was a Disney movie, which is really yeah, which is kind of weird. Um, Not really though. Like they they love that. Hey, let's put somebody in one culture into another culture and see what happens and how they'll get along. Yeah. And that's, that's exactly what happened. I mean, if you look like, okay, I'll literally read you the, the sentence on, on Wikipedia. Polly Shore was known for his TV show, totally Polly on MTV and Disney expected this would bring an existing audience to the film. The film tested well with teen audiences and Mayfield, uh, who was the, d- the director, um, thanked Wayne's World, which came out a while before Encino Man, for showing a comedy aimed aimed at this demographic could Mm. do well. So kind of Wayne's World opened the door for something like Encino Man, I guess. Uh, Yeah. I was also thinking about this in terms of, like, like what would have made this movie work? Because you can't sell the concept. You got to sell the people. And then the concept comes second. I'm thinking, like, well, Jim Carrey movies were probably big then. So they, like... Yeah. needed some quirky funny dude with like with pull some crazy i mean yeah. Polly shore is like a he's like a household name whether whether we whatever your feelings on Polly shore are and we're definitely going to get into them with me um but like whatever they are he he was around he's an american national treasure but honestly like he the, ours was just barely the generation after like his big like prime but if you hadn't have seen this movie, can you name anything that Polly Shore did? I can't. Like, in terms of movies? Well, either movies or, like, what he did critically. No, he's he's like a Tom Green. Where, like, I yeah. just, I know the name Tom Green, and I think it's, I think it's our MTV generation. Because mm-hmm. it's like, we grew up with MTV. I remember it was, uh, it was, I think it was Channel 43, right? It was because we were in the same area. Yeah, forty three, and then forty four was VH one. Yep. Um, fifty was Animal 54 Planet. Was Cartoon Network. Fifty one or fifty two is Animal Planet, and Nickelodeon was fifty three. Yeah, and Cartoon Network was fifty four. <laughs> this is fantastic <laughs> content. <laughs> Everybody, <laughs> channels, channels, channels. Um. Yeah. So, uh, other than that, uh, you know, not not a whole lot to to kind of talk about with in terms of production for this movie. 
Um, Brendan Fraser's really tall. He's six foot three. He uh, yeah, he he went to Cornish. My older brother's he name ripped. is Brendan. Um, so <laughs> trying to find anything to talk about. <laughs> my production background. My brother's name is uh, my, Brendan. <laughs> my brother's name is Brendan. Um, so I always I always liked Brendan Fraser. So it was really interesting because to see him in a movie that I had never seen before because I. Um, much like your mom, I think I had a little bit of a crush on, on Brendan Fraser, um, from like George of the Jungle and Bedazzled and and the Mummy movies. Um, and then, and then he just kind of went away, which is, which was sort of sad always to me. I know a little bit of that story. I read, I read a lot of interviews with him. Yeah. It's, it's sad. I mean, to my, my understanding and correct me if I'm wrong is that he, he developed a drug habit. Uh, I, well, ever the interview that I read, we'll probably end up cutting this. Is uh, I, I don't know. I, he didn't mention drugs. Comedy podcast. It was, <laughs> it was a comedy podcast. It was that he he started building up a lot of physical like disabilities, like because he had to have a ton of surgeries from doing all those action movies. Oh, really? Yeah, and I know the last that. couple of movies that he did, because well, he did like a lot of his own stunts. Uh, and he wasn't really hailed for it. And the last couple of movies that he did, they just tanked at the boss box office, so they just kind of wrote him off. Oh shit! You're, like, right. you're right. It's saying right here. He he had to go several surgeries. Also, apparently, he was sexually assaulted by Philip Burke, who was the president of Hollywood Foreign Press in 2003. Uh oh. The well, incident yeah. and his subsequent divorce launched Fraser into a depression, which combined with his health issues and a backlash within the industry over speaking out against Burke. Whoa! So that so Hollywood basically was like, you can't, you you know, you shouldn't have you called can't play out with us. You you shouldn't have called out your the person who uh, assaulted you. Holy shit! But why wasn't fucking Brendan? Why did he? Where has he been? Why hasn't he been talking about any of this? I don't know. I mean, I guess from his Maybe perspective, he doesn't want to come back. He's like, "Fuck that." Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't want to come back, would you? I mean, I guess not. All right. Well, none of that was usable. Sorry. <laughs> that was such a bummer. Eggs and beans and bunnies. That's what we were talking about. Eggs. Oh, we had to cut all that. Sorry, kids. <laughs> well, if you if you want to know about Brendan Fraser, uh, go look it up. It it is interesting. Um, But for now, we're going to take a short break and we're going to be right back with more Tapes, Tapes, Tapes just after this. Hey, Tapes, Tapes, Tapes fans. We have exciting news to share. Evan is doing a guest spot on episode 213. That's episode 213 of the PJC cast. The PJC cast explores hypothetical situations and would-you-rather questions. It's super fun. You can find them on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple iTunes, Google Play. Well, you can actually find them any place that you would find tapes, tapes, tapes. Don't forget, our boys Evan and Josh love to get fan mail. You can send them an email at 88tapesbaby at gmail.com. Hope you're staying healthy during this tough time. We appreciate you listening, and we're happy to be injecting some fun distraction into this surreal hellscape. Enjoy the rest of the show. All right, welcome back. <laughs> Hello. Um, so, Encino Man. So where, Encino Man. Where to start with Encino Man? Uh, apparently also known as California Man in Europe and New Zealand. Um 
I like that you come in with the the international alternative titles because I never I never think of that. <laughs> I also like that I have the Wikipedia page open for the movie that we're reviewing. <laughs> Me too. Thank you. You're welcome. I have IMDb open. You have Wikipedia open. This is what our podcast Dude. is built on. This is the whole. This is the whole cast. You're welcome, everybody. Um. So yeah, Encino Man. Um. Gosh, I don't know. I'm curious about, but before we get into like my opinion about it, how often do you watch this movie nowadays? Like, has it been a while since you've seen it? Do you still like watch it every time you come home with your parents? What's the deal? Very long time since I've seen it. I would put my money on. <sighs> like in high school, maybe? Maybe. Mm. Yeah, high, I would say high school. It's been a very long time. I didn't. I mean, I. I it's one of those things where it it didn't show up anywhere. I don't remember it showing up on TV or you know, I wouldn't rent this of my own decision or yeah, download it's, it or it's not on any streaming platforms, you know. It's not it's not mm. that well known. No, it didn't it didn't really escape the sands of the 90s. So, no, I don't think I wa- I don't think I've watched this since uh, high school. Hmm. Okay. Maybe even before that, honestly. Uh oh wow yeah well that yeah that's interesting I mean for me this movie and and also just to go along with that like the critical reception of this movie is is really bad it's fifteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes um, what yeah fifteen no I'm not surprised okay I was about, <laughs> I was about to be like is this gonna be one of those episodes <laughs> well we don't know yet we haven't talked about my opinion um. Yeah, this so this movie I, I think for for me my whole reaction to this movie can be cuz you got to remember I I went into it knowing nothing about it. I just knew that it was oh Encino man, Pacino, Encino. Okay. So you also sighed very deeply. You <laughs> when we when I suggested this one. Well, you didn't <laughs> sigh, I couldn't hear you, but I know I could feel it through the phone the- that you're just like Josh is dragging me through another horrible movie. <laughs> well, because you you sent me this one and another movie, and I and I looked at both of the Rotten Tomatoes scores, and so that's what made me t- text to you size deeply. Um, don't do that. Anymore. Don't look up the scores anymore. Just jump into it. Uh, well, but you gave me a choice, so I had to choose the one that had the higher rating. Oh, I'm gonna stop giving you choices then. Okay. F- okay. Fine. That's how this is gonna be. Um, fine. <laughs> I'm gonna make you watch some bullshit. So my hey, chill out, man. Don't get on my lobes. Ugh. That's something that he said. So, and and that that ties in neatly to my reaction to this movie when I when I started watching it was okay. The title sequence happens. Encino Man. Sean Astin. Brendan Fraser. Holly Shore, and I was alone in our apartment and out loud i rolled my eyes and i went oh here we go (laughs) with that like because it plays like the primordial music of like yes it's such like an epic underswelling of music because you're about to see brendan fraser as as like a neanderthal (laughs) get buried in a thing of ice and you just see polly shore Oh my god. And then it really Hello. I'm doing I'm just doing the sound. 
engage with me. We're friends. No, I'm just letting you talk. I'm giving you a nice background. Okay, I'm here. Um, and then it, it just really didn't get any better from there. I mean, I do not like... I have never liked Polly Shore. I don't get it. I've never understood it. So when I saw that name in the credit sequence, I was like, oh, shit. So I, I basically braced for impact. And then I just, like, gritted my teeth for the next hour and a half. <laughs> because Polly Shore is just... I mean, he's he's not an actor, which is is very clear, especially when you're watching this movie, which is like his first movie, and he's he's literally like, when when he's not speaking, he's literally looking at nobody with his hands just in his lap, just staring forward, and just waiting for his next line to happen. Like he's not he's acting like how a little kid acts not even like little kid actors in movies but like little kid actors in their kindergarten play where they're playing like a piece of bacon in a sandwich i would pay (laughs) so much money just to be in a situation where i could i could sit in on like uh like a like a, a a walk-in acting class that you're leading that like a young Polly Shore is oh in, no just so that he could like do a scene or do a monologue and you give him notes because uh, that was honest but brutal I wouldn't even give him notes I would be like you you gotta go bud like you gotta go this is this is not like, this is not on, for you man I paid five hundred fifty dollars to be here be here the wizard. I can't even do the little fucking the shitty sounds that he does because like if if that is supposed to be the whole pull of the movie is like Polly Shore doing quirky Polly Shore things and and trying to be like a Jim Carrey where Jim Carrey is just like outwardly effusive and and like infectious and energetic. Polly Shore is like the opposite. Like yeah, there's nothing it's just like a soundboard. But but it's they're not even funny sounds. It's like, buddy, like, why is that? Why is that funny? Or calling himself the weasel? Like, it's you know what it is. Polly Shore shows you the power of repetition, because the only reason that yeah. those things are in my mind is because in this movie he, he says commits. each of them like thirty times. He's the embodiment of those very minimal, like basic, tiny things. Yeah, and I just that is that's I guess it's not for me. Sometimes it is for me. But like, I don't know, man. I just, I just couldn't, couldn't deal with it. So, that that's my kind of, that's my first shot over the bow. Why don't, why don't you? Well, it's inter- <laughs> Tell me what yours was. Oh, you kicking this can over to me now? Yeah. You know, it's interesting that you mention that. I'm, before I get into mine, that you t- uh, just about Polly Shore, because I'm trying to imagine what he represented at the time that this movie came out and when he was popular. Like, what did people yeah. see in him? Why was he popular? Because you look at it now, and it's it just it, it's very different. And from I'm wondering, is it just that he's like the everyman for like the teens that listen to like new rock and MTV that are just like fuck you, mom. I'm gonna not do my homework and drink surge like kind of that <laughs> blase anti-establishment. Because he's he's kind of like that where he's just like, hey man, like. Give me thy weed back, kind of kind of mentality, but that's it. Yeah, I, I really don't know what the appeal was, other than like 
he was he was associated with cool things because he was on MTV, and so he's like presenting things that are cool. So like yeah. just by that relationship, he he was, you know, he's like a he's like a parasite. <laughs> <laughs> So he, go see Parasite. You definitely should go see Parasite. Um, so so I watched this movie. Yeah. And this was this was an interesting one because uh, this was a movie, as I mentioned earlier, that I spent a lot of time with, and I I got I felt the nostalgia, baby. I felt the nostalgia bone okay. immediately yes. for this movie. Yes. Yes. I got it. I know. So many lines in this movie. I know all the moments. And there were moments I was looking forward to. In fact, I was excited for this movie because of that preserved feeling, like it was petrified wood, of (laughs) these scenes. Because I haven't seen them in so long. Like, I was looking so forward to the Brendan Fraser wheezing the juice in the uh, 7-Eleven scene. Oh, uh uh-huh, yeah. Where they're drinking the Slurpee. And the the whole... montage of them finding him and cleaning him up and all that jazz i was excited i was very excited to see those because i remember not only laughing so much at this movie but my parents joining that too yeah we all loved it we all ate it up and it was the most empty nostalgia bone i've ever felt (laughs) while watching a movie. oh the nostalgia bone wasn't loaded (laughs) it was a really bizarre feeling because i i Watching this movie, I loved all the scenes because I had the nostalgia bone, but I did not. I didn't enjoy my nostalgia bone. Wow, I think this might be a Which first. Was really, yeah, this was, it was a weird feeling. It was kind of like I've, I've never taken Viagra before, <laughs> but I have the feeling that it would be like if I had just had a massive erection. But I was like, I'm not. I'm the opposite of horny right now. I don't want to have. Sex. I don't want to do anything. Wow. Well, call your doctor if it lasts for more than four hours. Well, it lasted an hour and a half in this situation. Wow. So that's so interesting. So the reason that I said yes when you started talking about that, because I was like, there's got to be something redeeming about this. And I I could imagine that this is almost like your Wild Wild West. Like for for me, when I watch Wild Wild West, I, I genuinely do enjoy it. And I simultaneously know that it's garbage. But it's interesting because I still, I don't, my, my boner is not empty. My bone, my nostalgia bone for Wild Wild West is full and throbbing. This, yeah, we, see, should maybe, never, we should maybe my, stop. My, my bone, that. my, <laughs> do we got to retire the nostalgia bone and just go with the nostalgia <laughs> baby? I don't like that we're using a, the bone and the baby. The bone the and the baby, the arena. bone and the baby. <laughs> should we go with a new word for it? What about... Nostalgia mushroom. No, I think we just we we <laughs> mushroom. Yeah, my mushroom tip was chock full. Um, nostalgia flute. <laughs> Stop it. My nostalgia pickle. Um, no, no, no. So, we'll workshop it. We'll workshop but, it. But that's just so I, interesting because you you because that's not what happened with you like with wild wild west i like enjoyed it and knew it was n- only for nostalgia's sake but it sounds like you like enjoyed it from a nostalgic stake but also were able to kind of objectively see that it was bad yeah well i was just watching it and going like this is in enti- for 90% of it is 
I just did not enjoy the movie because the writing was all over the place. The acting was... It was just... There's nothing really that positive about it. There are a few things that I actually did like in the movie that I'll get into, but for the most part of just enjoying the movie, Uh I couldn't do it. Like, I only enjoyed it because there were so many... There were seeds that, like, were just kind of like, oh, yeah, I remember, though. I'm getting the nostalgia boat. Hmm. But this is bad. Like, I almost feel bad about having, like, the nostalgia boat. It's like, I wasted a lot of time on this movie. We did have uh, one thing to mention. We did have Megan Ward in this movie again. Do you, did you recognize her? Uh, what was she at? From Joe's Apartment. Oh, my God, you're right. We spent a while, like, cracking that egg, too. Yeah. I don't know why I'm using that metaphor. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> you said it, and I just said, "Yeah," like I knew what you were talking about. <laughs> Thanks for going. You know, that's why. That's why we're best friends. You just you you back me up on that. I one. back you up, baby. You know, I did. I did. I didn't put that together. Probably because she had like an even more one-dimensional character than she had in Joe's apartment. Yeah, I. I the only reason that I knew it was because I. I think I saw the name in the title sequence, and I was like, "Megan Ward, Megan Ward. Why is that so familiar?" So I Googled it, and I was like, "Oh, it's." It's the same lady from Joe's apartment. Um, So interesting MTV connection there. Well, the the thing that I did... Oh, that makes sense. MTV. They probably just were like, let's use Megan Ward again. Whatever. (laughs) But the thing that I did walk away from this movie like going, oh, I actually kind of enjoyed that was... I see in this movie kind of... Kind of the, the foundation for a lot of other movies... Like, I was watching this, and I'm going, like, this feels kind of like... I, I feel like this is a movie where you can really easily give it to, like, Netflix right now to do, like, an updated version, and people would fucking love it. Yes. Because it takes place in the 90s. The clothing... I love the clothing in this movie. It's mm-hmm. so awful in the best way possible. Yeah. Like, it's very all the in. design for this is, like, so on on brand for like what's popular right now yeah. and it's like it's it's kind of got that et stranger things thing going where it's like oh yeah. here's a here's somebody that's coming from a different world and the kids are protecting him i mean this movie would be amazing if like because right now like it's interesting where it's almost like we don't have I, i'm gonna i'm gonna steal uh what's his name the guy that plays falcon in uh uh the marvel movies What's his name? Something Markle or something? Oh, um... You know what I'm talking about? I do know who you're talking about. You're talking about the actor's name? Yeah. Uh, I don't know the actor's name. Well, anyway, he was talking about this thing where it's very different... Movies are very different now because there's no longer movie stars. It's not about the movie stars. It's about the characters in the movie. Like, the example is, you know, back in the 90s, you went to go see the Brendan Fraser movie or the Tom Cruise movie yeah. or whatever because it's that person's movie. Now we go see movies because it's direct, you know, it's it's a Spider-Man movie or sure, it's sure. Uh, this character movie and stuff. Yeah. And in the same way, like, if I were to, it right now, see the title Encino Man 2 and it was directed by somebody that I really cared about made by Netflix and, like, had these certain elements to it, they could just put nobody kids in it, and I would gobble it up, and it would probably be better. Huh? Yeah, I, I do. I do agree that it it could be better. Like as a concept, it's not a bad concept. It's it's just that they didn't do a very good job, like in terms of execution. I mean, the only interesting thing about Brendan Fraser's character is that he's a caveman, and Brendan Fraser is kind of good at doing the caveman bit, but his whole crux is. 
He's very Women watchable. I mean, he's he's good looking. He's very watchable. He's got a good face. You know, I, th- I think that he has good reactions, which is why he does a good job of being that fish out of water thing. He's he's a great clown. Yeah, he's he's very. I think that he is he's really good at that. Um, but his whole thing in this movie is just I that woman over there is hot. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna jump on a bed. I'm gonna go to high school for some reason, and then I'm gonna miss being a caveman, and then I'm gonna be kind of like Polly Shore. That's his whole journey. <laughs> There's nothing there. He is, yeah. We all learn that Polly Shore is like the height of humanity in this movie, which is kind of a horrifying lesson to teach kids, I think. Oh my god, yeah. Like everybody <laughs> should just be like Polly Shore. <laughs> oh and ride around on scooters and like not give a shit about anything. Oh boy. Yeah, the for the last um uh, to be honest, I, I really don't have moments that like stood out stood out to me. I'm sure you have some. Um, but I, oh, yeah. I really don't have moments that stood out to me because, like, especially for the last 30 minutes of the movie, I was basically not watching it. I, I was... You don't need to. Nothing really happens. Yeah, There's I, the, the, he thaws his, like, other caveman. Right. I, I was watching at the very, and very end because I was like, oh, good, it's finally over. They turned her into, like, some... <laughs> like, she's, she looks like a model when, like, they... They, well, I mean, it's essentially Brandon Fraser, like, yeah. just in female form. Yeah, so I, like, the last 30 minutes, I just, I was on my phone, and I was I was looking up every, like, five minutes, and I was like, yep, they're they're exactly where I thought they would be. Okay, yep, this is, this is all progressing exactly how I kind of, you know, you imagine that it will. Um, it is, it is interesting that, like, this is Sean, because I don't know how many movies he did before this, but Sean Astin played like, the supporting buddy in this movie. Yeah. Because he later goes on to play, like, one of the most memorable supporting buddies in any movie franchise. It's like... It's almost like we got the building blocks for two big stars out of this weird Polly Shore movie. Yeah, he... Sean Astin's first big break was in The Goonies. Right, Um, I forgot about Which I've I've never seen, actually. So we'll never do it. We Neither of us have seen it? <laughs> neither of us have seen it. We've got to be nominated. Maybe maybe we'll do it for Justin's birthday. Well, he's got to tell us. Okay, Justin, him. Tell, tell him on your birthday. Um, you know, I don't know if this will make it into the edit, but uh, <laughs> there's a Tim and Eric bit that perfectly captures that, like, what ideal, what kids wanted in the 90s, where it's... It's like Dare, Des, I forget the names, but it's essentially them doing like a 90s like DJ show where it's like, hey, welcome to MTV's Derek. I'm Derek Whipple and this is, and it's like them drinking energy drinks and like, yeah. it's really like, fuck you, mom. I wish I remember what it was called. But, uh, oh my God, I'll send it to you. It's the perfect embodiment of this. Yeah. Well, that- this is not usable for the podcast. <laughs> Well, that that makes it, maybe that maybe that can be uh, your your suggested watch instead of instead yes. of this movie. Um, all right. Well, I think we're at about that time. Josh, would you give 1992's Encino Man a be kind and rewind or an eject and reject, baby? I just give it a clean, non Southern California. Eject and reject, buddy. <laughs> you know, I think I also liked Polly Shore because I could do that fucking sound. I don't know why I liked him, but like, can you do that sound one more time? Well, you, you'll be able to hear it better in the edit. But it's uh, wait. Let me see if I can get my microphone closer to you. I can't hear you right now. 
I don't understand how you Did do you hear that. It? Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah, it's the weasel. The, it's weasel. the weasel. Oh my god, I like Polly Shore. Oh god. Fuck. It's it it is really weird to simultaneously hold those two things of like I know this is garbage, but I also know you the catchphrase. <laughs> I loved Biodome. That was the other movie that I suggested. That was another. Po- I think I just like Polly Shore deep wow. down. Well, yikes! Yeah, I'm not going to beat around the bush. I mean, this one definitely gets an eject and reject from me. Um, I, I, I have a hard time imagining anybody liking this without kind of knowing who Polly Shore is. But even even if you do know who Polly Shore is, I just have a hard time imagining you liking it. <laughs> Um, because I told you that I did. It's it's not enough. Like the the movie around. <laughs> what do you want him, me to do? Well, change. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, I'd be kind and rewind it. No, <laughs> no, don't change. Yeah. Don't change that part. Um, so suggestions for what to watch instead of 1992's Encino Man. Uh, do you have anything locked and loaded? Oh my God, anything. Just any, uh, just anything. <laughs> well, any of those fish out of water type movies. I, I, I really I liked. Just, um, if you're going to watch another Brendan Fraser, just do Blast from the Past. Yeah, I haven't actually. That's probably be a good one for this podcast because I don't remember if it's good or not. Yeah, that, I just remember that Christopher Walken's in it. Yeah, that that would be my recommendation because I, I think eventually I do want to get around to that one because I have mm. I have very fond memories of that one. It's another brendan fraser movie so uh, 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 let's not let's not spoilies no, puke spoilies. Oh, no spoilies um well that's i think that that's gonna wrap it up so our, our recommendation is blast from the past which we will take our own recommendation in a future episode um josh do you want to do you want to tell the people uh, a little life lesson give the give the people uh, your most sincere life lesson like what what kind of advice would you give a a, a a budding young dew, or a bu- a budding um, young flower in the world. Keep your nails trim and get good sleep. That's actually a really good one because I I have not been doing a very good job of trimming my nails and I've not been getting enough sleep. <laughs> I'm like literally feeling my nails right now, being like, I'm gonna cut these after we we cut. That's it. Topical. I got it. All right. Thanks, everybody. Love you. Mean (laughs) it. Bye. Love you. Bye.